Okay. So this is a share six forty six. We're gonna try to basically cover Chavzayin through Lama Beis. We started yesterday, and it's uh, one Iker Yisod, and actually the sort of Agav Halacha is actually the main most Negei Halacha from this. We saw yesterday that the Mishnah in Shabbos Kufmem Gimel. We pass in like the first Mandamar, which is called Beishame, which is really Beisilo. <clears throat> um, and we saw that, that there's certain Atzamos and Perurim which are edible to a person. So then that's Bechana Moksa. If a person, however, had bones that became inedible, not only to a human, but even to an animal, then they become Moksa. And you have to we pass in like that mandamar and the Gemara and the Mishnah, they have to do something called Nir. Now, that actually, the, what we're going to really handle the rest of today, the Iker, is, is what makes something into animal food. But I think the main halacha is the second half of Chavzayin, which is Nir. So let's go through that first. Again, we're talking about, you have on what, what we're, the item will be is going to be handled momentarily. But you have on your table something which is muksamachas gufo. It's not animal food, not human food. We're going to just pick uh, empty walnut shells, which is available. Maybe there's some nut left in the walnut. Peanut shells is a good example. Eggshells is a great example. Any of those stuff. So what do you do? So the uh, halacha is like this. We already know it, it's muksa. There's no head to move it with your hands via dying. We'll get to next week, Be'ez Hashem, when it becomes a graf shalri'i. When it does, and what, that, what you can do then. But let's assume it's not a graf shalri'i. It doesn't, doesn't really bug you. A couple of shells here, it doesn't bother you so much. You don't want it there. It's more gishmak not to have it there. It's in your way, but it's not graf shalri'i. So what do you do? So the Mechavah says, based the Mishnah, minayr tavla kula, right? What you do is you, you shake. You do something called nir. That means, hagam that... I, I'm only moving the muktzah al yedavracher, which we already mentioned a couple times that uh, the ikasugi is later, later simanim. But we already mentioned that you're allowed to move any muktzah al yedavracher l'tzarach davracher. Right. So here, why do I want to move it? Because I'm planning and saving the shells for an experiment. No, I want to move it because I just want a clean table. So it's muktzah. It's mutter. It's mutter to move it al yedavracher. This mission is teaching us. They have to do something called near. Near means you just shake it right off. You knock it right off. Right? Shake it, think, whatever, whatever manayar is, you have to shake it right off. You can't be metalted all the way to whatever is the best for you. I'd like to get it into my garbage, into somewhere else. Well, I want to put it somewhere else. Then just knock it onto the floor. Now, there's two times where you don't have to do near. You're allowed to pick it up and move it to the garbage. And again, we're talking about you have a whole, we'll call it a placemat. I have a placemat. When can I pick up the place and bring it to my garbage? So the Mechaber says two things. Either of this pass on the placemat. So then it's like I'm picking up the pass. Pass is lav dafka pass. Who would then, in the case of the, the eggs, I have a whole bunch of eggshells on the placemat and an egg yolk, right? Because you're not planning on eating the egg yolk anyway. So it's just there, the horrible egg yolk. Alpha beacon, that, that's called food, right? Where you have a bunch of peanut shells and one peanut's still on there. So it's, Old Tuffle, the past is the ichor, and it's called you moving the past. You don't have to do near. The other 
uh, thing, the other seer where you wouldn't have to do near is what the uh, Mechaber calls, and this is not on, in the Gemara, this time, it's all in the Beisiosi, Beisian troops, Rosh, whatever, but the says, then even if it didn't have a heter on it, you'd be allowed to skip the near and go straight to moving it, picking it up, and walking it somewhere else. <clears throat> now, what does it mean you need the place of a shulchan? So what it means, again, this was the placemat that they had there. You would knock it off onto the floor, but if a place of shulchan means where it would fall on the floor. So their floors were dirt floors, so they didn't mind so much. They had peanut shells on the floor, had a couple of eggshells on the floor, it didn't bother them. They'll step on it, smash out, it'll become part of the, part of the ground. Um, so they were told if they needed the space then, you know, they didn't want to have to sag on it. There's a lot of shells where the place was needed then, you're allowed to do it. For us, we have, whether it's carpet, linoleum, or wood, you're not really interested in having uh, shells on your floor for the whole Shabbos, whether it's eggshells or peanut shells. And therefore, for us, I think always it would be called Tzarech Lamakum because it's still going to bother you. Not so much you have a hat of Graf Shari'i necessarily, but it's always going to bother you. The best thing would be is to taka, have something non-muktza on the placemat and go ahead and move it. Now before we get to, we're going to get into this one, one more second, just I forgot to speak out. We're, we're not going to go through this, just for Leizam Shia the thing did not become a buses. This tavla placement we're going to loosely translate as damkam buses. We spoke yesterday, different shot from the Shonim. I know that the Arch gives a list, of, a bullet point list, these maz each one in one line. Each one, oh this or that, either it's like you forgot it because they didn't mean to put it there, or because it happened on Shabbos, or because they're not chashem to make a buses, or because you had something else on there also, you know, now you might not, or because it was dust to remove, we're not going through all that right now. It's not a buses. Relays time she has not a buses. The tablo is not an issue of being mukta. For one, at least one of many reasons. So now, I, I just told you that you don't have to near in our houses because it's always kein sarachlam como. However, it's mild to put on the bread. Now, the Mishnah Brua in Sivna Kufta Zion, based on the Primagodim, says. He's not sure. After you can even put the bread on there, right? I mean, I don't need the makom that dirt floor. After it's even mutal chatchila. He's masubik with chatchila. We could definitely be somech on that. Befrad the chayadam in in samach zayin sevav says it is mutal chatchila. Chayadam says klar it is mutal chatchila to put the bread on it, um, and therefore you could definitely go like that. The frat, I'm saying, I don't even think that etzim, we need it uh, because uh, we don't want it on our, on our floors. Now, by, by Menaris at Tavla, there's a Bir Alacha here. Bir Alacha says um, that if it's on the floor, you could, you could sweep it up with the Knaf Shal Ovas, which is what the olden day brooms. Uh, they used a, uh, a feather of a goose. It's a strong and so, relative to chicken feathers, a big feather. That was their brooms, um, which we, we always used to sweep up things, you know, once a year, uh, or Pesach, whatever. Um, that, that was their brooms. <clears throat> I, I don't use it, but um, I use a paper towel for Padigas Hummets. It sweeps up better when I need to. <clears throat> My kids use the feather. 
But uh, anyway, but that, that was the old-fashioned brooms. So if it's on the floor, you could sweep it up. So he says, that the Mishnah, it says, Messiah is to have a kulu minara. So he says, what does it mean, Messiah kulu minara? Because should have just said minara. If you're trying to just get it off right away, what, what's this Lushan minara? So it's Masha also, he says, maybe, maybe even with even near allows you to move it somewhere a little bit. So this is another reason why maybe you could actually take it to your garbage and not have to knock it onto the kitchen floor, onto your dining room floor. First I'm saying it's like Tzarech Koma. If you want to put on the bread, then you don't have to come onto anything else. That's it. Um, but also he says, maybe Minara doesn't mean Mamish in that place because the Lushan is Mesalik as a cool Minara. And Muhammad says, the, 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 the Ramban, Says an mokma tanner uminara sham. So he brings the lashon rabban. Take the lashon the aruch hashulchan. When he says it, he says to bring it minara um, over there ola chutz or outside. I'm not sure. Like that's like really a stretch to be near outside the house. Bring it outside to your big green garbage or whatever it is. Like that. I, I don't know. The aruch hashulchan obviously also went like this rabban that minara doesn't have to be right there. Where the Arch Shulchan allowed near to be so called near, not tiltal, a stam called carrying it further, I don't know. But uh, that's another reason why just bring it to your kitchen, to the garbage can, is another reason why you don't have to, to worry about. Um, another thing with near is the Mishnah Bruin Sivkat and Kuftes Vav says another Eitzah. Let's say it's not on your placement, right? Let's say it's on your actual table. So, okay, very good. So I, I have a choice. I could pick up my whole table. And we say, okay, fine. So it, it's allowed to have place that. Mishpur said, in the beginning, because there's a lot of in your tablecloth. You want to just wrap the tablecloth, throw it out. Not a problem. Fine. But let's say I don't have a tablecloth there, or I have a not disposable tablecloth, and I don't want to pick up my whole tablecloth and bring it to the garbage. How do I get these shells, or if we'd have bones, that would be muksa technically, how do I get them off my table? So the Mishpura says, very simply quoting a Taz, that you take a knife, um, uh, I think he's quoting a Taz, yeah, that, Mavir na'i dey dabakon, shu megaros na'i dey sakin, menemapet de mutter, imutzarach l'shtamesh, b'makom shimunachsham. So it's very simple, that, that when you have uh, anything you need to place, we already discussed this another time, we're going to say the same thing we just said five minutes ago, if you need to move mukta, you're allowed to do that, so you take a knife, and you scrape it off, now, what are you going to scrape it? you scrape it into a dustpan, or, or this or that, or whatever, but that, that's how you'll do it, you take a knife, a sacking, and scrape it in, now, for, again, the chazanish doesn't hold like this, we don't hold like the Chazanish, but Chazanish holds, he doesn't hold uh, from every, the ta- we're going to sp- just mention the Agav every time, hopefully, right, uh, put in brackets on the sheet. Chazanish holds, argues with the Taz, Magram, Mishnabur, Achshacham, V'chulu, 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 and he holds that the only heter of Tiltai Darach, Gufo, is if you happen to be doing it anyway, but only for the sake of Moksa, he holds there's no such heter, and we don't go like the Chazanish, and Achoshish for he has a cheddar in the rush, but there's not Fine. I just want to speak out um, two nakudas, or one nakuda is like this. No one would think that if I put on a glove, I hope no one would think, if I put on a glove, now I'm allowed to move mukta. It's called totai de dabracher. Right? No one's going to think like that. 
right? Uh, hopefully, now, or at least now, no one will, right? It's possible that it has to be they sack him, they sack him. So, what's the svara? Why is a glove different than a sakin? The sakin has its own strength. It's called the sakin. It has strength. I'm moving the knife. And I'm shaking in a glove. If not for my hand being right there, the glove wouldn't necessarily do it. Now, depending on the strength of the glove, could be I could actually use a glove to suit up a winter glove. You know, it could work. But not if I'm wearing the glove and it's just my hand. That's called my hand. So, a lot of times people would want to use napkins to clean up shells. Not, they don't take an actual spoon, fork, knife. They take a napkin. Depending on how you're doing the napkin, it could mom's be worthless. Mom's worthless. It could be. Yeah, it has to be that it has its own zach stiff. It's sick that it, you're moving. If, you, if your hand wouldn't be right behind the muktza, it would still work. I mean, I can, if I take a tissue and I and I try to move. The, the, the shells, it's not going to move. If I hold the, the tissue from the top and I try to, it's not going to work. Now I put my hand on the table and there's a tissue between me and the thing, it's not tum of a tyra. Is it called tilta darach? That's not called tilta de darach. I think it's posh. I'll try to find someone says it in print. I like to try to have everything in print. But uh, it, it's, it's, it's posh. That's not called, it's like wearing a glove. And same thing with the tissue. You have to make sure, like Mishra said, a sack and something like that has its own zikh. Okay. Um, that is the end of near for, for now. For, for Shemches, that's near. Now, the, the rest of Chav Zion through Lama Beis is figuring out which stuff are taka, muktza or not, from the uh, Michael Behema standpoint. In, in, in Chavzayan, what we already saw was that bones that are royal eklavim, Rashi says, because they're soft enough to beat them, whatever the reason is, they're royal eklavim, so, so it's not muktzah. <coughs> so, the, the Mishnah Kuk Chavavim Abbez, oh, oh, one, 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 one important point, what is Michael Behema? What category? Um, we had uh, categories, Klishmach Tal Iser, Gufo, and something called Ochel, Kisakodish and Ochel, Bechal is not Muxi, allowed to move for no reason. What, so obviously there's only two choices. Uh, but is Michael Behema like a Kishmachel Heter, or is it like Ochel? What, what is it? So the Primagodim in two places, in Sifkat and Yud, all the way back, back on Sif, uh, Sif, Sif Dal over there, uh, he said, Ochle behema ain lahem din ochlem. As he says, it does not have a din ochlem. So therefore, animal food you cannot move for no reason. That's the only nafmina. You know. Similarly, the primagodim osan hilchas psachim in tafmim dalid eshlav ram aleph im havel ke ochlem demutlat tzarich atzman ein shemches dalid holke es enuim kim la ofus lav ochel hach lo alavach adam havel. He also says the same thing over there. It's not. Uh, it's not called. Uh, Food, Michael Dame doesn't have food. Kaf Chaim quotes the Primagodim. The Ketosa Shulchan has an area. I didn't make a copy because two pages long of Chaim Noz. He comes out Tsarachim. Yeah, again, it's not so, so negay, but the Primagodim is Klar Machir. That's not Michael. So if you have animal food at home, you can't move it for no reason. That same fiddling without thinking, whatever that, that would be. Uh, it, it's not a Kli, but when it comes to. When it comes to Klishmachl Iser, it needs it in Kli. When it comes to Heter, you're right. Kli, it, it, you're right. I used the wrong word. There just no, is no other category. 
That's the problem. It's, it, right, it's not klishlacht out there, it's hetla. No, whatever, there, right, there's no such category, but yeah. Um, or there is, because this has to fall into some category, so it'll make a 58th category, whatever, you know, yeah. Um, okay, so now what's the, what's the get of what to do, how to figure out if these things are, are Michael Behema? So, so all the, the Mechaber says it's fit for dogs, you know, that's fine, based on the Mishnah. Let's say you threw it out. So we already know if you throw out the uh, shalim, that was Tosus, Gemara, so if you take a Kli shalim, throw it in the garbage, even Arab Shabbos, it doesn't make it mukta. Shivre Kalim, it does make it mukta. Food, we also saw already earlier, human food, if you throw it out, even Arab Shabbos, does not make it mukta. Okay, Shemeshav said, unless it's a nimas, you know, whatever, then it's not my whole other anymore. That's what happens. Not, uh, so, so, uh, so, says, I guess in, in Eretz Yisrael, um, there were animals that ate orange peels. Okay? And they ate avtiach at Samraka, the watermelon pits. Avtiach is watermelon? Yeah, it's the watermelon seeds. Soft bones, mutar metaltal. Even through it on Shabbos. So he holds that Michael Behema, I guess it's, it's, it's similar to Shivrei Kalim, all these leftover food, will use it. It's, uh, you know, it's really human food. It came from the human food. I mean, now, on Shabbos, all I'm left with is the seeds, all I'm left with is the bones. I'm not really planning giving it to my animal. I'm just trying to figure out if it's Shivrei Kalim has a use. Fine, but if I threw it out, Arab Shabbos, Shivrei Kalim, the attack will be Mokta. That's basically what the Shemir Shabbos Kosa is, is saying. Oh. Fine. So that's, that's the gather of our, our foods, uh, of what to do, had, when the animal food will still be not Mokta. Now, the Mishnah in, on Kuchavav and Bey says that Luf and Chardol is, is a Machokas, some hold it, first time holds it's Muksa, the second time Shem Gamil says it, no, it's Michael Arvim. Then you have Chavir Eshim, Chavir Kash, Eitzim, Zrodim. If you were Mesak, if you're Hiskinu Michael Behem and Metalton, Lavim Metalton. So now, what's the Machokas Hanon about this Michael Arvim? If it's Michael Arvim, it's a Metzias, so then it shouldn't be Muksa. So you have ravens around. It says Rashi, Kigona Shirim Shivgam Arvim Lugadula. It's only a normal thing to have the Arvim around if you're an usher. Normal people don't have the Arvim. So the focus is going to be what's with everyone else. Obviously, a guy who has an Arvim in his house, his food for his Arvim is not Muksa. It's not about everybody else. And the Chavil Eitzim, Chavil Zradim, the mission says in Hiskinam, which that's the Lashem Chav according to Chav Ches, that's because Stam bundles of cash in the time of the Mishnah and vice versa in the time of Shulchan Aruch also were used for non-heter usage, whether it's hasaka, whether it's binyan, it was used for non. So therefore, you had to say, okay, I'm going to use it for animal food. Otherwise, stomachs, it's, it's moksa. But if you have something which is stomachs, omid for Michael, the hema, you don't have to worry about being misakin it for, for anything. So, now these things, just parenthetically, we already spoke out a lot of times, the pastor of Shimon, that even if it went from Michael Adam to Michael Behema on Shabbos, it's not a problem with nolad, and it won't be, it won't be mukta, and that's why all these bones and shells. Now, 
how are you going to figure out if it is or is not muksa for us? So the, the klal is like this. You go through the, a few mechavers, you'll see it. The rule of thumb is from Chavches to Lamed, and we'll end with this. You need one of two things in order for the Meichel Behema to be not muksa. Either you need it to be Mitsuyan in your city, whatever your surrounding city, it doesn't mean technical city, like, you know, whatever, but in your community, your neighborhood, if it's Matzah, that animal, the Ramos says, and like you said, Krakow is normal to have dogs, so dog wouldn't be a problem, depending on where you live. A lot of places, dogs are not. Fish, goldfish, whatever goldfish is, I don't know what these foods are, so then it wouldn't be a problem. The second thing is if you, your, now it also, it doesn't have to be someone owns it. It could be common to have deer. Deer is a common thing in certain communities. They run around. So deer food, whatever deer is normally eat, would not be mukta. Whatever is commonly found, or you yourself happen to own it. Right? If you yourself happen to own that animal, then also those stuff wouldn't be, be mukta. Um, other, otherwise, it's going to be mukta. The practical application, I don't know all the stuff, what is and what isn't. That may be a little bit nechal on the chumrah of the end of Siflamid, but either way, if you know that it's I'm assuming that eggshells and peanut shells, we don't have, I haven't heard of any are common animals that eat them. If you find out that dogs eat them, then it's not muksa. Otherwise, dogs or hamsters or goldfish, what? Yeah, okay, whatever it is, whatever you find out that a common animal in your community eats, then you don't have to worry about it. Otherwise, you're going to have to do the near the chul. Hopefully, we'll finish up on, on Sunday, and then probably we'll have chazar and on Monday.